I always say she's yeah. smarter than I am. She has more common sense, and she has a greater heart than I do. Oh, no, she you, does. Dear. And which bring, I, I have to tell this story. I, well, I, okay, can I tell the story? Tell the story. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> And welcome to The Breakdown with Rothman Orthopedics. I'm your host, Alex Hammond, and it's another year, another special Valentine's Day episode. Today, we have a real treat. So this episode will feature Dr. Alex Vaccaro, Rothman's president and spine surgeon, and Lauren Doritas. She is a patient experience specialist here also at Rothman. You know, being that this is the third year we've done this episode, had to definitely step our game up. So we'll talk to them about, you know, being married, working at Rothman, and of course, play our yearly newlywed game. I'd like to welcome in Lauren Doritas, patient experience specialist at Rothman, and Dr. Alex Vaccaro, our very own president and spine surgeon, here as well. So I actually, usually at this time, I'd like to, Dr. Vaccaro, you've been on the podcast a few times, so no introduction needed, but, and I, next, I always like to say, you know, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do here at Rothman, but actually, I just kind of want to just go right into it. So we, pre-production, we were talking about last names. So I was asking you, how do you want to be introduced? So I was like, do you want Lauren Doritas for Caro? Lauren for Caro? Like, what, what was the preference? So let's just, what, what tell us the And story I about said that. that this is a topic of contention because Alex is upset that I never changed my name. So technically, I am Lauren Doritas still. I never changed my name to Vicaro. Okay. Although I love the name Vicaro because, number one, it's Italian. I'm Italian. I get to keep that Italian, uh, you know. <laughs> identity but um and it's not for any reason that I didn't change my name we'll be married 10 years it's just that I just haven't had the time to do so in 10 years okay, so let, <laughs> let me let me correct the record so right before we're getting married Lauren said to me oh honey um we're going away out of the country so changing my name would mean I have to change my passport it's going to be a problem right I will change it the second we get back from our honeymoon it is now 10 years later. So it's like any type of relationship. You can never listen to your spouse because, honey, did you do, did you pay the bills? Did you give the taxes in? Sure, I'm going to do it tomorrow. You know what that means? Right. It's never going to happen. So you have to continue to ask. And then when you ask too many times, what happens? Then your spouse gets mad at you. Will you stop nagging me? So this is just an ex- example of what a relationship is all about. Or maybe... Is it the second honeymoon you're waiting for? <laughs> ah, I like that. No, but we are going to do a 10-year yeah, renewal vow. Yeah, so this year will be 10 years, so we're planning to renew the vow. So I, I was going to make that my big gift. Ooh. But so here, we Hot work together. The, I mean, with the press. Uh, yeah, right. That we'll information. So are we going to do it in the country, out of the country, local, local destination? keep it easy. Yeah, keep it easy. Keep it easy. So we're going to do local. To come, yeah. Within the city or outside the I city? I don't know. We'll talk about okay. that later. All right. But, but the I other get, thing is, I mean, we work together, so I like to keep I like to keep my own Absolutely. identity here. You know, yes. I mean, I deal with his patients sometimes, right. so I don't want them to, you know. So with that being feel said, a certain way. she wears a mask to dinner and sometimes a fake mustache. <laughs> so I, I got to figure out what it's all about. But I'm learning. Keep on asking questions, so I'll learn more about okay. her. So. With that being said, because you do deal with this patient, so explain a little bit about what your position here is. Yeah, so this May will be 20 years that I'm here at Rothman, and when I first started, I was the 
office, the front desk supervisor. So I worked at our front desk. And um, and then I moved into marketing shortly after, I think like after a year and a half. So I've been in marketing ever since in various different roles. So currently I'm part-time. I'm only three days a week, which is perfect. It's a nice balance between home life and, yes. you know, taking care of the kids and everything. But then I also get to do my thing and work with my wonderful team here at Rothman. So, um, so I work on various marketing projects and then overseeing our physician reviews and their online reputation and things like that. So... Let's talk about it. Where and when did you meet? So how so long here. ago? So what's the history? Uh, yeah, so we met here. So Are we like, the only ones listening to this podcast? Yes. <laughs> Why do you say that? There's nothing I'm to hide. I'm just saying <laughs> there's maybe a lot of interested outside parties that may listen to details that will get other people upset. In what way? This is intrigue. This is a podcast. Can we have background music right now? Why? Okay, no, I'm just, okay. All right. How long have you known each other? So... 20, since I started here. Okay. Yeah. And, um, but I, so like I said, I worked at the front desk, so I really didn't interact with him directly well. And I'll tell you this, I, when I first got the job, I honestly had no idea what orthopedics was. I was like, I need a job. I don't care what it is. You know, <laughs> I don't know what orthopedics is or whatever. So I start working at the front desk and I see these patients come in with halos. I don't know if you're familiar, but years ago, patients that had spine surgery, afterwards, they would literally drill holes in their skull yes. to keep the spine straight. And these patients would come in with these halos on. And I'm like, holy, mm, right. what is, these are some real deal doctors here. And then I saw Vaccaro <laughs> and I just thought, I was so proud. Like, we, we, yay for the Italians. We got a good... <laughs> Nice so, so Italian. Let, let me ask you a few questions. When you first saw Dr. Picara, what did you say to yourself? I thought, oh, he looks just like JFK Jr. Oh. Well, that, I mean, look behind you at that picture there with that thick head of, gray, uh, of dark hair back there. Did you know she was going to say that and that why you no, popped that no, question? No, I so always thought Did you ever did. say to yourself, wow, I wish I could go out with that guy? When you, no. when you didn't know me. No, I didn't. You never, so you had no, no thoughts of maybe never, someday he was we'll married. He was married. I And he was much older than me. Yeah. He still is. Wait but, a second. A lot of people may not agree with that. So, no, there was never that. And then, you know, our lives, we had our own lives for the first... You barely, like, interacted. Right. For the right. first 10 years that I was here, I never, you know, there was nothing other than he was doctor and I was whatever. Yeah. And then he gets divorced and gets crazy skinny. And everyone was a little concerned because he was so depressed, poor thing. And then I, out of the blue, I get a phone call from him, and I was in our, my marketing office, and I see it pop up. I'm like, hey, Dr. Vaccaro, how are you? And he was like, oh, no. <laughs> because she refers to me by, like, Dr. Vaccaro. How impersonal. Well, I, she didn't know you. Like, right. I mean, she didn't know you. She's just, like, it's well, a my picture comes up, and instead of having my picture, I have a big heart with a Cupid arrow through Ugh. it. But you called I her. Made that, I, made that right. I made that up. So anyway, up. he's like, uh, listen, I wanted to see if you'd like to go out for a hot chocolate. Because I don't drink coffee and I don't, I I don't like to go I to didn't dinner. I spend the bucks on a dinner. No, I don't like to so. go to dinner because if it's because <laughs> you're on a date and you're like within nine seconds, you're like I need I need to leave this dinner. He's not wrong. I He's just not. I'm not I'm not doing a dinner. <laughs> no, it's never going to happen. I, I recommend to everyone listening to this podcast. <laughs> yes. Have a coffee. Have a hot chocolate. Do not go to dinner <laughs> because if you got to get out, get you got to get out quick. Fast. Yes. Yeah, right. I'm just I'm just saying. It's I, a common I, sense column that I'm running at the Rothman Institute. Yeah. So anyway, I was seeing someone at the time and I was like, oh, I'm flattered, but no. Right. And then, and then that 
stayed for two years. Nothing happened for two years. And then um, then he got word that I was single. <laughs> and then he asked to have another hot chocolate. And, did and you... then here we are. I didn't right away. It was like three times. That's right. Good for you. It was like, yeah. Because I didn't want to get involved with somebody at work. And then, you know, he had baggage. He had an ex-wife and he had children. And, and I, listen, you never know. <laughs> and my thing was, I wanted to get married. And yes. I wanted to have a family of my own. And I was like, he's moved on. He's not going to want right. that. But I have to say, the baggage was a blessing. Yes. You know, for all of its reasons. His children are wonderful. We have a great thing. I adore them. And and he, I love his ex-wife. I mean, he's probably going to want to edit that out, but um, I do. Let's, we have a really good relationship. Yeah, yeah. Good. and you know, he's learned from his first marriage, and I think that's what makes our marriage, you know, even better. Were you? I mean, like you said, it, he asked you. You still, even then, you were kind of like, no, it's, it didn't happen right away. Right. Were you ever concerned about that perception of? You working here and then yes. his were like, what was that? Like, because I'm sure. Oh, my God. Like, navigating I was such that. a nervous wreck. Like, the first, like, three to six months, I was a nervous wreck. Like, I didn't want anybody to. Yeah. So, and he would think, like, you know, he's who he is and I am who I am. No one. And he'd be like, oh, let's meet up for, for lunch. Like, no, I can't just leave right. and go. Nobody takes lunch here. <laughs> I can't go to lunch. What is lunch? At what time is yeah. <laughs> Like, no. That can't happen. Oh, why? Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Dr. Picard, what do you think? What, like, were you ever? Well, to this day, if you, if you see Lauren walking down the hallway and you say, hi, Lauren, who are you married to? She goes, I'm not married. <laughs> so she hasn't really gotten over it yet, but she's coming out yeah. of, the, out of well, her shell. I mean, to her defense and always, like, it's the last thing she leads with. So it's never, like, you would never know. Like, yeah. unless she announced it and or... A, I think I'm a private person. I like yeah, yeah, No, it's, it's complicated. Business, you know. So as the president, you know, in a general, in any type of work environment, you, you frown on husband and right. spouse relationships. And so we had to make a lot of safeguards. Number one, you have to let HR know. You have to learn how to manage it. You know, an employee can't be a direct report to someone they're related Absolutely. to. And then we made a rule at the Rothman Institute that if you're married one spouse can't have a managerial position over anyone else. So so Lauren does patient experience. She does a great job. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad for him. And she got angry at me. I said, listen, I'm the president now, so the rules are this. If you want to stay at the Rothman Institute, it's your choice, but you can never have a management or a leadership position because people below you will feel uncomfortable yeah. because I'm the president. Yeah. And Absolutely. she told me to screw myself <laughs> and then threw a few things at me, but she's not a good aim. No. She's a bad arm. She's not very that's athletic. Not that, that, that doesn't even sound but, like her. But she, was, but she was very upset about that, and I get it. And I said, listen, it's just that we just can't have that at the Rothman Institute. Everything has to be full disclosure, and people can't feel uncomfortable. So to this day, I think we've sort of answered the question why she hasn't taken my last name. We rarely see each other um, at work, and yep. she does a great job. People come up to me all the time, and they, they compliment me about her, and they don't even know I'm married to yeah. her. And, of oh, course, I play dumb. Nice. I always go – I, I say, like, things like, who is this woman? What does she look like? <laughs> yeah. is what does she, she do? Is, is she, she single? Uh. Is she, I, and then I always lead. And then when they say the wrong thing to me, I go, you're fired. No, I, I don't do that. <laughs> no, but I, I, like to, I like to laugh and stuff like that. So it's been – and plus I get to see her once in a while, so it's good. But we, never, we don't yeah. have time because yeah. I'm a surgeon to go out to have lunch because right. we're always operating. And she's e- honestly, like, equally, the th- you know, part-time, but she's – I always say she's yeah. smarter than I am. She has more common sense, and she has a greater heart than I do. Oh, no, she does. You, and which brings, I, I have to tell this story. I, well, I, okay, can I go, tell the story? Tell the story. I don't want to. Okay, tell so the story. We we go to the Super Bowl, 
and we have extra tickets. And we find out we have extra tickets. And I'm we like, find out the night before the night before the Super Bowl. And the, the first thing before. I say to myself is, oh, we have these extra tickets. And people call me, hey, can you get me tickets? I'm willing to spend, you know, four thousand, five thousand. Someone tell them, I'm willing to give you fifteen thousand dollars for Eagle tickets. So I go to Lauren. I go, Lauren, we have extra tickets. I said, why don't you put them on StubHub and sell them? <laughs> we can make, you know, whatever. And she says why don't we give them away? A friend of mine knows a child who's 18 with cancer. Why don't we give it away? And that's classic of my wife always thinking about other people. And I said, sure. I said, I, I I go, you've got such a good heart because I'm a typical guy. I have an extra pair of tickets for the Super Bowl. You know how many beers I can get for that ticket? Correct. You know how many? I mean, I could go out. Yes. We could. We could. Could I'm a typical bar, guy. We could like, go, I could go out. We can go out and we could take all the yes. docks out and party. And she said, no, no, no. And I said, that's why we're married. And she called someone with cancer. That person got on an airplane, flew right out, and it was one of the greatest things in the world. So I have to give her total credit because you know, when they see that someone got something from Dr. Vaccaro and Mrs. Vaccaro, they always think the guy did it. Mr. Doritas. It, it was actually it was it was actually Mrs. Doritas's idea. Yes. I'm getting upset saying Mrs. Doritas, but it was Mrs. Doritas's idea. She gave the ticket, so she gets 100 percent of the credit. Oh, absolutely. No. Well, it was a team effort. That was. Yeah. I mean, that's an amazing story um oh. all you know through and same just working alongside lauren a day-to-day like yeah. i really know who the brains of the operation is oh. so. and the only downside is she does look a little bit older than i am <laughs> but if she exercises more no he exercises <laughs> every day do you I, what's your what's your workout routine you, do you work out together and no oh. well i try to get him so i used to teach pilates okay so we have a couple reformers at home I've, we've been trying once a week to okay. get on there together but um it doesn't always work i do out. A, a fake workout what's it's your called, fake workout i have a desk that has a cycle underneath it and i do my email <laughs> at less than one mile per hour like and I have a speedometer and if it hits two <laughs> miles per hour I said listen you're overworking yourself so I slow it down a little bit and uh, that's I mean but it's really but at least he gets himself into yeah. the gym I can't even make it in there well it's bragging yeah. rights I say I worked out today and people say well how come you're not sweating and I go it's my technique yeah <laughs> right so wait okay I want to talk about so what time every day do you get up again this because you know this is fascinating to me oh, I have a severe sleep disorder I mean I do it's, it's not healthy I usually wake up and I look at the clock. What time, Lauren, do you think I look at the clock and I try to stay in bed? Probably like 2.30. Okay. 2.30 in the morning. And I don't get out of bed until 3.30 in the morning. Is that crazy? So how do you deal with that? And what's like... Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Really? Once I'm out, I'm out. You know, I'm an early person. Like, five is my okay. time. Yeah, Not- I, have a, I have a... What I do is I... Reach over, I turn off the alarm. The alarm is a backup because I have to travel a lot. Yeah. So sometimes I go overseas. Yeah, the, sch- yeah, the scheduling. So if I go to the Middle East or something, I don't, I don't want to wake up. So I turn it off. I walk right to the bathroom. I shut the doors. I turn the lights on. I um, you know, brush my teeth and so forth. Then I go right to the gym. And then I work out. For, I do my fake workout for 40 minutes. <laughs> and then I come up, take a shower. And I have my first business meeting at 5 a.m. every morning. So 5 a.m. is... she's getting up. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, right. then but, but, but Lauren wakes up early now. I mean, you wake up. I always do. I, yeah. I would say 40 percent of the time, I see you before I leave. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's not too much of a. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right. How do you maintain like the quality time with a surgeon schedule and a president schedule? So you got to yeah. you have all that to deal so with. So I learned. You know, it's funny. You have kids, and you think things are going to change for everybody when you know they do, but. The mother takes on, you know, a lot. And 
your whole life is turned around and your schedule is completely turned around. And I just had this assumption that after we had our first baby that, oh, I would see Alex more. (laughs) (laughs) And Alex would maybe, I don't know, put him to sleep one night or something. And and it? then I learned, <laughs> and then you you just learn and you accept and you adjust, you know? Okay, well, that's not how it's going to work because he still has, you know, everything that he has to do. Right. I need to figure this out. Um, and then <laughs> after we had our second child, then it was like, okay, we need I need to do something to try to create more of a family time together. So um, I literally block on his calendar once a week family dinner. You know, I go through six months in advance and I block that out um, once a week. And then I make sure like all the important things. I mean, we pretty much have, you know, advance notice for a lot of yes. different things. And as much as he can go to, he'll, he'll go to. He goes to just about all the basketball practices. And Are you coaching? I help out. So what, what I do is I always have a seven o'clock dinner meeting because okay. people fly in from around the country. So I'll go home. I'll torture my kids. I, I make them all, I get them away from the computers, the iPads, mm-hmm. the Nintendos, and I come home. I get home about 5.30 and I'm like, okay. And then we go to the gym and we go, we, we work out or we do some activity. I try to do that. And at seven o'clock, I split and all my business dinners are 45 minutes. So, it, and it sounds crazy. Hot chocolate. I, I, no, yeah. no, I actually, but I literally walk into a restaurant and it's like five restaurants I go to and I just rotate them. And I walk in, they know my order. I walk in, they serve. You get business done pretty quickly. And then, you know, you don't drink, you don't drink and you just get out. So I come in and then I'm home at 8.15 and then I'm there to put the kids to bed and they don't want to go to bed. So there's a normal fight at night to get the kids to bed. <laughs> so we go through the same routine and then the kids come back into our room maybe three times during the night. When they were little, I would say, you know, tell them a story, a nice story. And then he would tell, always had to be a scary story. And they'd be coming out screaming, oh, I can't go to sleep. <laughs> like real nice. Uh, we want rainbows and cupcakes. Right. And, you know, Unicorns. happy thoughts so. before bed. Best advice for couples that work together at the same organization or just work at the same organization? You want to go first? Well, y- many different things. Number one, never make anyone around you uncomfortable. Golden rule. Number two, never get into any type of family discussion, any personal things, never bring that into the workforce. Number three, even though you want to behave appropriately, you never want your spouse to see that you're not like getting to a fight with an employee or reprimanding an employee or being in a position where people may feel uncomfortable around your spouse coming up and going, look, I just saw your husband fire somebody or something. You know what? So these are all things that you want to do. You know, we don't have that problem because I think we both have sort of a personality where we get along with people and we like to joke and laugh. We're not jerks to people. So we don't have a relationship. So I, I think that number one is make everyone around you uncomfortable. And therefore we have rules that you can't have two people in power positions mm-hmm. uh, in any organization. Either I have to leave or she has to leave because that would not be fair to the employees. So with that situation, I think it works. Yeah. Anything yeah, I was going to say, yeah, don't air any personal, like, personal feelings. So we've had that happen a couple times. Luckily, we, we don't work together <laughs> that much on projects. But when we have, sometimes it gets a little, you know, sometimes people don't want to tell Alex certain things because he is who he is. And I, um, I feel like I can tell him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, so, yeah so, so Lauren is a voice. Um, she'll come up to me and say things that people are afraid to say to me. And I'll look at her and I go, oh, that's interesting, but that's not going to happen. You know, it's just like, that's just can't happen. Right, I, yeah. said, I said, but I appreciate the fact that you brought that to my attention, but in order to run this business, we can't do that. So she'll be a representative of the people 
her. And, right. I, and I appreciate it, but I, I, I always listen to her. So whatever she says, she'll say things to me that maybe other people are afraid to say. So, and I, and I appreciate that because uh, we have a good uh, yeah. communication with each other. I mean, and bottom line, like you've been here 20 years yourself. So it's not right. like you just started exactly. right. two years ago, three, whatever it is. Right. Like, so you have a good pulse of this yeah. organization and being in the many positions that you've been in. And so it's very, so true. Yeah. So I think you're able to kind of see both sides right. coming from the employee and then obviously in and your position. Now. Feedback. Yeah. yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. sure people do appreciate that. Yeah. Um, anything to add on, I know we're going to play our little game. I've, you know, that will our newlywed game, but it's 10 years, but, um, anything else to add? Yeah. So one, one thing, and I always, I tell this to Lauren, I always say that she's so much smarter than I am. And she has the ability to be a, the president or CEO of any organization. I would hate to see her spend more time away from the house, but I think this woman is going to go places when she decides to go places. Oh, look at you. Well, I can't, I'm not going places well, here, I, don't, I guess, with that rule. <laughs> <laughs> you actually have to go someplace. By the way, I'm, I'm considering... Are ste- you I'm, trying? Are you am I getting fired I'm right now? I'm considering stepping down and giving my position <laughs> yeah, to Lauren. Right. I, don't I mean, that. if someone's going to run the organization, it might as well be her. Yeah. No, so thank you. I wouldn't, wouldn't mind no, that if you're going to pass the... The torch to her. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anything funny. else, Lauren, before no, we play our game? No, but I do want to say, you know, I see Alex firsthand of all that he deals with with this organization. And it's coming up on 10 years that you're president. Whew. Right? This year will be 10 years. Um, it's a lot. I mean, you can see, you know, he started with dark hair and a little bit of gray sprinkled in. Now it's the opposite <laughs> because of the stresses of the job. You look at any president That's of the so United true. States it's when so they true. come in, they have dark Two hair years when they office. leave. <laughs> it's the stress. At first I was like, oh gosh, maybe it's me because we got married the same year he became president, but it's not me. It's just the correlation, like, the timeline kind of adds up. <laughs> but it's a lot. I mean, imagine having over 200 dollars Doctors, you know, that work for you, yes. that all have issues, all have, I mean, the phone <laughs> is nonstop. It's nonstop. And Alex, you know, answers everybody. Yes. Answers everybody, responds reason, to every like, email. Yes. And which also, you know, we have some doctors here that you email them, no response. Mm-hmm. You call, no response. And I'm like, hey, if he can do it, so can Absolutely. you. Are you guys listening out there? <laughs> <laughs> Any pending emails out there? Exactly. Please respond to Lauren right. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, he deals with yes. a lot. And I think he's taken from his time here, you know, we kind of went, we went from more of a local, regional practice to a national organization right. i think in your time here and yep. you know you've done a wonderful job well thank you very much you're welcome dear <laughs> all right this is where it's gonna get a little little so so because we're gonna see how well you both know each other okay so are we ready yeah any any uh final words before we start this game how do we how are we feeling about how I just well want you to know say, each other lauren i love you and happy valentine's day oh happy v-day oh. see <laughs> this is why we had to do this episode with the two of you all right, ready? So again, we're playing the newlywed game. Okay. I, sent you, I sent you both ahead of time mm-hmm. that you had to answer some questions about your spouse, although right. some one of us might have tried to ask for input from Lauren, but you guys answered them by them yourselves, right? Yep. Okay, perfect. So, I can attest to that. Awesome. All right. What is your spouse's favorite color? Lauren, what is your favorite color? Green. Ooh. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Already. What did you say? Red. He said red. 
I do like red, but green's my. She go-to. says all the time to me every night before she goes to bed. You know something? I like red. <laughs> Why so I just so? assumed you just said you like red. <laughs> so I just assumed so. that was the answer. She didn't say I prefer my favorite color green. She just said, you know, I like red a lot. That's why I'm just for the guys okay. out there. All right, Lauren, what is his favorite color? I said blue. It has always been green. Do you both have the same favorite color? We I, didn't and know I, that. I like green because I've been green. It's always been green. And every night, you know how you talk about sometimes your spouse doesn't listen to you before I go to bed at night. I go, <laughs> I love you. I love the children. And my I'm favorite like, color is green. <laughs> and here we are. And here yeah, we are. You know, favorite color has never been a topic of conversation, no, but, I guess. I mean, so. eagle, eagles are green. Grass is green. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. E- well the score is tied. Zero, zero. All right. All right. Lauren, what is your favorite restaurant? Okay, um, I do have a lot, mm. but I mean, the go-to that I love is the saloon. Mm. Okay, so I love the saloon too, but I said the Philadelphia Country Club because yeah. we eat there eight days a week. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Carroll, what is your favorite restaurant? Okay, so I would have to say the saloon because I like the saloon a lot. What did she think my favorite restaurant was? So many, but he can always count on the Capitol Grill for a good steak. Okay, so I, I love the Capitol Grill because I've never had a bad meal there. So I recommend that to everybody. But there's, there's ambiance to the saloon. Uh, yeah, I It's know. a nice Italian restaurant. <laughs> we love Every, the everyone saloon. Everyone is so good. I, 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 st- I do the same thing. Big plug for I the I get saloon. the Longestinos to start, and then I go with a lobster franchise, <laughs> although I just got uh, diagnosed with celiac disease, so you can't eat gluten. So I can't. So the saloon isn't very accommodating for uh, those with celiacs. They yeah. don't have gluten-free pasta. So, yeah, so okay. it's tough for me right now. But before I knew the diagnosis, 2018, lobster franchise is unbelievable. It's lobster dipped in batter with crab meat on the side. Sounds incredible. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. The food is great. So oh, I can't yeah. do that that much anymore. Right. That, well, we both have the same restaurant and the, the same, same favorite color. Like, I'm so confused on how the same color, the same restaurant. Give <laughs> us the next question. <laughs> okay. All right. Lauren, what would you say is your best personality trait, according to your spouse? I think making people feel welcome. Smiling, making people feel welcome. And I kind of, I said kindness, right? You did right? say kindness. Yeah, so, but mean, that, that's, that's what it is. So kindness. I think yeah. we said the same thing. Nice. Yeah. What would you say? What do you think I said about yeah. yours? You're going to die when you hear okay, what so I said. Okay, so I'm going to say what it is. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm not sure. I over-communicate. Oh! Oh! That's what I said! <laughs> because I, say, I, I always message exactly what we need to do multiple times because the one thing I can't stand is some people said, oh, I, I didn't understand what you were trying to get me to do. I didn't understand what you wanted to do. So as a surgeon... If I want someone to put their finger on the aorta that's bleeding to death, <laughs> I have to effectively communicate, put your finger on the aorta or this patient will bleed to death. I don't want people to think, you know, I really didn't know what you meant. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Did here we are. So, so okay. I always say to the kids, to everybody, I say, listen, we should, I said, let me exactly explain what I want and I go over it in detail. So this is my favorite part. So yes, obviously. So she said that he over communicates Dash, he lets me know every day. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, okay, we got one. All right, so you've, we've, all right, all right, we're picking it up Not a little bad. bit. All right, Lauren, what is your favorite junk food? I don't really have a junk food. Yeah. Um, what? I mean, gum. Is gum considered junk food? No, it's not food? junk food. I, you, don't, you don't eat it. I chew gum like crazy. Okay, so. I'm a chain chewer. Are you? Okay, so I said to myself, she doesn't eat junk food. The only junk food I ever see her eat is reaching over everyone's plate to eat their 
French fries. So at every meal, every kid gets a French fry. So she's always reaching over and eating the French okay. fries. Yeah, that's, that's Ooh, fair. Oh, look at that. That's the bad fries yeah. are the best. So, yeah. I, so <laughs> you, you always do that. Now, I never ate French fries because I do the fake workout. If I ate French fries, I'd be obese. But now I'm doing it because Lauren does it. So like that's what we do at the end of every meal. The kids only eat one-tenth of their food. And my kids are not getting the bigger. They're, yeah. my, my kids are very small. Right. Uh, and they're not eating enough. And I always say to my wife, I go, why don't we just order one meal and divide it among everybody? Because I'm going to order all these meals and no one ever eats. So we end up eating their food okay. every night. What's your favorite junk food? Yeah, what's yours? I like ice cream. Mm, oh, I put sunflower seeds. Well, I chew those on the side of the football field. But, I, I, but on a normal day, I mean, I don't, you can't eat sunflower seeds inside well, the house because you have to spit the seeds out. Well, I, think, I think them. so your assessment of you just eating them at the football field is incorrect because she said sunflower seeds, he leaves trails of them wherever he goes. So I guess- it, I don't really eat them. I can I, actually show you a picture of his seat at the football stadium. Yeah. They were- it goes so it seems like it extends past the football field is what I'm saying. No, when you're standing on the sidelines, I chew them because you're standing still for five hours as a team doctor. So you're just eating them, you're eating the sunflower seeds, and you're spitting them out. So it's better than chewing tobacco. That's, that's what everyone true. else does. Everyone, I think but that's he does disgusting. love ice cream. Okay, like loves cream. to end the day with ice cream, vanilla, right. vanilla ice cream. Favorite band or artist? Um, hmm, oh, that's me. easy for both of us. I mean, the Beatles. Okay, Beatles for, for me. Yeah. Okay, but it's so easy for you. Now, I want you to take a deep breath and think about who you are and who do you like love. Like Sinatra. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. It plays in my house 21 hours later. Really? Yeah. I play the old music. I love Ella Fitzgerald. And yeah, I, I just, I, I, I don't get the Sinatra thing. I mean, I, I think he's great. I just don't get it. I mean. I like that kind of music. That's my... Yeah. No, she does. Feel she good. I it. feel like it puts but everybody in a good But you love Harry Connick Jr.? Love Harry Connick. <laughs> so she likes that sort of voice. I'm into the Beatles. I'm into classic rock and roll. Okay. Well, you're both correct All on their right. on your guesses. All right. Who's tidier? Who would you? Definitely okay. well, me. Yeah. Not even. By the way, that was a bad question. <laughs> I don't even belong in this. So I just, because when, yeah. when Lauren elaborates, I like to just say it. So it says me with tons of exclamation points. <laughs> Alex is not tidy by any means. I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. Who is more adventurous? Definitely. Oh, that's, not even a question. Yeah. And the problem is our daughter, who's six, is taking after her mother and it's driving me crazy. <laughs> Why? And how, in she what just ways? says no to everything. Let's go skiing. Let's go rock climbing. Let's do this. No, no. <laughs> and she says to me, Dad, mom doesn't do it. I'm not doing wait, it. Yeah. Wait, but. And she goes, that's exactly it. If mom doesn't do it. So my son goes to me everywhere and I go, because Lauren doesn't like any athletic activity besides dancing. Is that correct? Correct. And, and what, and yeah. what, what I said was the my, explanation here? I said my favorite outdoor activity is going back inside. I hate any <laughs> kind of outdoor activity other than walking, sipping a cocktail, <laughs> sitting by the pool, looking so at we the were water. So we were at the Super Bowl. I planned 20 activities, rock climbing, all that stuff. It's mountain. never a vacation. So she's like, no. she's like <laughs> so I said, oh, we're going to get these extreme ATVs on cliffs in the desert. She goes, I'm going to go to the pool and have a cocktail. So she didn't go with me. <laughs> I had to go with my daughter. We almost got killed. But, See, so, exactly. Yeah. I like to play it safe. Yeah, so Lauren does absolutely nothing. And she looks great. Oh, God. Yeah, no. I'm just not adventurous. It's not my thing. I'm too scared. Yeah. I like to play it safe. Why absolutely. put myself at risk? There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Okay. Your spouse's favorite TV show. What do you... 
What well, is, okay, yeah. Yeah, what, you, what, do you, what, what is your shot? No, what is yours? And we'll see if she guessed correct. Well, I do the same. I'm a man of habit. I do the three television stations every night because I don't have much time. So I start off with Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, and then I get angry at all three of them <laughs> because they all lie and don't tell the truth about the politics in America. Right and left all lie. Right. So then I go to Saturday Night Live, and then I'll look up at a comedy and watch a comedy guy crack me up. And that's pretty much what I do every night. Okay. I put whatever Anthony, your, your OR tech, recommends. Cause he'll but, my, but my South Philly OR tech <laughs> watches, I don't even know how he does this, but he watches every movie. And, he, and I said, listen, I'm into adventurous CIA <laughs> movies, James Bond. Action packed. Yeah, I, like to see, yeah. I, I don't like to see horror movies. I like yeah, to see right. like- He likes action. I like action, a lot of fighting. And stuff like that. I just like to like that. Yeah. You know, so, and he sends me these movies. And yeah. Good. So, like, you he'll like come him home everywhere. Yeah. All right. Jack, Jack Ryan, all that stuff. All right. But the he Reacher. had, a, but he had a specific guest for yours. So what do you, what would you think? Saturday Night Live? What's, no. What's Siri? Well, I looked at it. What's Ozark? Siri? Yeah, it's Ozark. Oh, That's what I said. Yeah. yeah. So oh, I hit okay. It. So yeah. I know. Yeah, Ozark was great. We, we loved Ozark because it was violent, but not too violent. I couldn't get into it, it in the scary. very beginning. I, I was like, took, ooh. It was yeah. scary. But then I got into it. But like yeah. Breaking Bad, like we like, but okay. we haven't done anything recently. I know. We got to get, a, I have a list of shows that we have to yeah. watch. But we don't, but you know, we something, we don't have much time. Yeah. I get back 8.30. I, I go right to putting the kids to bed. 9.15. I'm waking up at 2.30. So we basically hang out and then we fall asleep. Yeah. All right. Last question. Who does the most cooking and who is the better cook? It's A and B. I'll let you go first. Oh, okay. Well, neither one of us like to cook. Neither one of us have time to cook. She does a lot more than I do. Uh, and she's really good at it. She does two meals that are phenomenal, her chicken dish and her salmon dish mm. and a pasta dish. <laughs> I'm free. I, do, I used to do the pancakes. Mm. And I was pretty good at that. But I don't, I mean, I, I'm home only on the weekends no. to cook. Well, yeah. uh, yeah, You're good, okay. dear. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, but I, that's I like, what I said. That's way, what she said. When I was single for five years, I became a pretty good cook. So then what happened? Then I got married. Oh. <laughs> All the more reason. Do it anymore. And then I was, I was out. I was I'm not uh, cooking anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I said, you know, that I'm not really a great cook, but I have my go-to dishes, but mm -hmm. you are the breakfast, the weekend breakfast guy. You know, I, but I enjoy it. But I, we have no time. I mean, during the, during the yeah. week. Yeah. And that you're a master griller. You love to grill. What do you grill? So when we have barbecues, Steak. yeah, he'll grill I just, it I all. I like cooking things. Okay. But again, there's no time. There's vegetables. The yeah. This is this is the content that people need to know about. Yeah. Both of you. So. What else? Any other good stories yeah, that we anything? can tell? Last last call. Anything? No, no. I just want to say that. These have been the happiest 10 years of my life being married to Lauren. Oh, look at him. Oh. <laughs> he's like laughing as he says it. At he's this like, point, we'll have a close-up. He's trying so hard. <laughs> There's a tear going down my left cheek right now. <laughs> Going to make it like force it a little bit. Um, anything oh for my you? God. Lauren, last word. Oh, no. I just feel very blessed and lucky to be married to Alex. He's a wonderful husband and an even better father. Well, he's a great husband, evenly. Great father, great husband, um, always puts his family first. And I have to say, like, when we first started dating, that was one of the first things, just seeing how he was with his kids, you know, just yeah. very open and they were very close, talked just about, you know, every day and got together. He makes it a point to see his kids as often as he can, and that's, that's important. He's a good family man. Thank you very much, hon. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, 
this was honestly this was so much fun so it was just really just kind of talking and laughing with both of you Alex I just want to thank you for I think this podcast I love it I love listening to it I know no you do a great job and I'm going to be upset when you go national and you displace all the other podcasters and then you go have your own talk show Oh. and then run for office I know I always feel like I'm like he's always kicking me out (laughs) (laughs) Alex is great I always tell Lauren Alex is great She's amazing. Stop and the, it. And the bottom of the, you should have a t-shirt Amazing. Says, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I like you that. You get it. You get it. Listen. You get it. Well, honestly, you both are seriously the best. So I have Oh, This was so much this fun. This really was. And I appreciate, I know this is I not an easy, easy conversation. I'm sure no one has ever like, hey, let's sit down and uh, yeah, right. blast all of your, your business to the public. So honestly, thank you for doing this. Of this course. Was, I feel like we weren't as entertaining as no, this was, I think. I feel like there, <laughs> there's so many like we're great not that stories. I, I know. I feel like there's some good things that we didn't really even. Experience. We're not that exciting. I, I disagree. I think people are going to, people are going to love this and people, you yeah. know, and you tell the story on your terms and people, you know, like yeah. say, it's like people who, if they never knew now, they obviously, they will know. And then, because again, both of you don't broadcast it it's not one of those things yeah. that you lead with you're not like oh yeah hey my wife lauren or vice right. versa. all i knew when i first met him is that you went to drexel that was the first thing because he knew i went to drexel uh, right and he said right. so but i never knew that right you worked here and he never said that he just said yeah. oh yeah my wife went to drexel and she's super smart and he did say yeah. that and that was almost three years ago at this point oh so, so and he's right love drexel so. but again thank you both again thanks so. cheers have a nice day happy, happy valentine's day. day for everybody happy valentine's day. I'd like to thank Lauren and Dr. Vicaro for joining me today. Please visit our landing page, rothmanortho.com backslash podcast for all available episodes. We're on all the major listening platforms, Spotify, Apple, you name it. So make sure you subscribe, like, share, or whatever platforms you utilize. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, take care.